You are listening to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Ord Energy Mon, and it is good to be back in the studio. I think I had a few pretty good excuses. Um, I haven't been here in, I think, a month. Let's see. I went to uh, Northern California for the Solar Pioneers Party. I got to hang out with my heroes, my mentors, my colleagues, my cohorts in keeping the renewable energy industry going since the, well, in their case, since the 80s, in my case, since the early 90s. I started doing renewable energy in 91. Then let's see. Um, I went to uh, solar training another week in California. I'm trying to think. Some other thing that I was unable to be here. But anyway, I'm back. And Thanksgiving. I'm going to go off on a little editorial here because... As a native, this holiday is usually a a day of sadness and remembrance of the millions of my relatives that were killed to build this country. We like to say Thanksgiving, celebrating the day Americans fed undocumented aliens from Europe. Now, seeing everybody caring about the natives under attack while protecting our water means a lot to me. A lot of people have been talking about what's happening in the Dakotas. No matter where you live in America, you're living on occupied land that indigenous peoples were murdered for. Be thankful that in spite of that, they still fed the illegal immigrants to create Thanksgiving. Real history. Real So I want to remind people, people power. I am thankful that I have the ability to open my heart and invite a stranger to dinner still. And I hope you have the power to also do the same. Today is Buy Nothing Day. Here's a post from a friend of mine to my friends who went shopping today. Food for thought. You are the reason my husband and I cannot spend Thanksgiving together. I saw my husband for about 20 minutes this morning. I won't see him again until Saturday morning. She posted this Thursday, Thanksgiving morning. We both hold retail jobs. As long as people like you continue to go shopping on Thanksgiving, people like my husband and I cannot enjoy the holiday. Buy Nothing Day is an international day of protest against consumerism. In North America, Great Britain, Finland, a lot of, and Sweden, Buy Nothing Day is held the day after the U.S. Thanksgiving, concurrent on Black Friday today. Elsewhere, it is held the following day, which is Saturday. Buy Nothing Day was founded in Vancouver and was promoted by Adbusters Magazine. The first Buy Nothing Day was 
organized in Canada in 1992 as a day for society to examine the issues of overconsumerism. In 1997, it was moved to the Friday after the American Thanksgiving, also called Black Friday. It is very interesting to me that the day after giving thanks, all of us then go out and buy a bunch of junk. Not all of it's junk, but the day after giving thanks for everything we have, we say, oh, no, we still are missing stuff. In 2000, some advertisements by Adbusters promoting Buy Nothing Day were denied advertising by almost all major television networks except for CNN. Soon campaigns started appearing across the world. Participation now includes more than 65 nations. Some various gatherings and form of protest that have been used on Buy Nothing Day to draw attention to the problem of overconsumerism are Credit card cut up Participation, stand in a shopping mall, shopping center, or a store with a pair of scissors and a poster that advertise help for people who want to put an end to mounting debt and exorbitant interest rates with one simple cut. Namely, by destroying their credit card by cutting it up with scissors. A zombie walk. Participant zombies wander around shopping malls or other consumer havens with a blank stare when asked, what they are doing, participants describe by nothing day. Walmart. Participants silently steer their shopping carts around a shopping mall or store in a long, baffling Congo line without putting anything in their carts or actually making any per- purchases. This weekend, of course, you might and probably will be buying some things. Here's how to do it. The weekend after Thanksgiving, also known as National Shopping Time, America shops together, or now you buy three new Apple Watches or sacrifice to the late Lord Jobs, your choice, is our national nation's annual consumerist peak. In over recent years, we've expanded Black Friday into Black Friday plus Thursday night too, Small Business Saturday, Sad Sunday, and Cyber Monday. But have you heard of Giving Tuesday? Which brings us to our point. If you're going to buy things, what's the least impactful way you can do it? I mean the most impactful way to do it. Have you heard of buying help for the less fortunate? That's right. Giving Tuesday is a day of giving to nonprofits who... Help the environment, help through Habitat for Humanity to build the home, help through Good Samaritan to feed and house people, help to the people who need it. If you're going to buy things, what's the most impactful way to do it? Check out Giving Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Of course, Saturday is Small Business Saturday. We've got a lot of great small businesses in our area. Your Community Spirit is an enviro-social talk show. So let's get a little into the environment. For Muslim environmentalists, the fight just got a lot harder. 
On November 8, Nana Furman woke up to the third day of UN climate talks in America to find the unthinkable had occurred. A man who threatened her as an environmentalist, immigrant, Muslim, and woman had been elected the President of the United States. Furman, the Muslim Outreach Director of the interfaith nonprofit Green Faith, remembers the shock that numbed her that day in Morocco. Nobody talked as people tried to grapple with the new reality, their phones buzzing fiercely for messages from America. Quote, it felt like a dream or a nightmare, Furman says. A lot of people kept asking, what will happen to me? End quote. Trump's election has dwelt a heavy blow to Muslim environmentalists who must now focus first on their own safety and citizenships. Human rights and sustainability have always been intertwined. In Trump's America, advocates say that is even more apparent. Muslim environmentalists have already taken big steps to incorporate sustainability within their faith. The Islamic Society of North America, divested from fossil fuels after a campaign laid by Gray Green Faith Fellow Iman Safit Abid Katovic. The Greening Our Ramadan campaign calls for food conservation, biodegradable dishware, energy saving bulbs, and a sermon on the Islamic principles of conservation during the holy month. And then there's the Green Scripture Project, a curried curated collection of verses on faith and the environment in the Islamic tradition. Even in the past weeks, Muslim activists have seen an outpouring of support from fellow faith communities and their populations targeted by Trump's campaign. Although Muslim Latino coalitions have been historically rare, they may represent one of the strongest unified fronts against Trump's xenophobia. Furman has already received emails from Latino interfaith groups and plans to meet soon to strategize for the next few years. Furman remains optimist. Quote, the blessing in disguise is everyone is starting to talk, she says. There is a verse in the Quran that says, with every difficulty there is ease. This is part of that, this ease of people coming together. End quote. If you would like the complete article about what I've just said, please send an email info at yourcommunityspirit.org and I will send you our newsletter, which has a lot of links and, of course, more articles than I get a chance to talk about on this show. REI and Patagonia are making Black Friday slightly less awful. First of all, Patagonia announced it will donate 100% of its global Black Friday sales to grassroots environmental organizations working in local communities. REI, another outdoor realtor, took, takes a different tack this Black Friday, shutting its doors entirely. For the second year in a row, the Washington-based company will close on the shopping holiday, encouraging employees and customers to go outdoors Instead, in a campaign dubbed Opt Outside. Before you go nominating Patagonia or REI for the Noble, remember, these are for-profit companies, and their Black Friday plans aren't just benevolent gifts to both people and planet. It's also very astute marketing. 
When we can't rely on government to conserve the planet, we might have to look to businesses for leadership instead. Luckily, some are willing to provide it. Now, in a little editorial, the future doesn't suck. So that happened. Donald Trump won the U.S. election, now threatens the progress environmentalists have all worked to achieve. Does that mean our planet is going to burn and our future is going to suck? Many environmentalists are in pain and fear for the future right now. Optimism may as well go on the endangered species list. Yeah, that was a great way to kick off a hope and progress for building a better world, right? Actually, yes. Because change doesn't begin or end in Washington, D.C. It doesn't rest solely on the action of a person or even one government. Innovators, artists, activists, clean tech pioneers, community organizers, city and state leaders, and many others across the globe aren't giving up the right on the effort to build a better future for all of humanity. Here at Your Community Spirit, our slogan is Enough gloom and doom to slather your brain. Why? We always give you the gloom and doom, but we give you something you can do to change. It doesn't rest solely on the action, again, of the government. It's not power of the politicians. It's power of in 20-degree weather, and high numbers of 8,000 people camped out. Activists across the country have held protests talking about the Dakota Access. Now, one of the fun um, campaigns, did you hear about what's been happening with the national charity Planned Parenthood? Planned Parenthood gets more than 50,000 donations in Mike Pence's name. The VP-elect has called for health organization to be defunded and for Roe versus Wade to be overturned. The people have spoken. More than 50,000 donations have been made to Planned Parenthood in anti-choice Vice President Mike Pence's name in another show of creative resistance and organizing against the incoming Republican administration. We've seen an unprecedented outpouring of faith with more than 200,000 people donating in the week following the election, a quarter of whom pledged to be monthly supporters, recognizing that long-term work that is needed. Cecile Richards, president of Planned Parenthood, said Tuesday in a statement to the New York Daily News, Tens of thousands more are pledging to make more access to health care to make sure access to health care is protected. The swell of donations prompt at least one high-profile figure on Capitol Hill to direct donors' energies to another worthy cause. Second Lady Jill Biden wrote on Twitter, quote, Since donating to Planned Parenthood in Mike Pence's name is so much fun, let's donate to... BCEFA, which is Broadway Cares Equality Fights AIDS, in his name too. Let's go. An interesting, kind of funny story. In sad, not so funny story. 
White House stays quiet after police confrontation at Standing Rock. Have you been following what's happening at Standing Rock? Police in North Dakota turned tear gas, rubber bullets, and water cannons on 400 Standing Rock protesters Sundays as temperatures dipped into the mid-20s. At least 167 protesters were injured, and seven were taken to the hospital. Activists at Standing Rock and beyond are wondering why park the nearest large city. A pair of burned-out material, a pair of burned-out military vehicles that make up the barricade have blocked the main route to Bismarck for three weeks, forcing emergency vehicles and other traffic to take a 20-mile detour. Now, if you would like a very interesting interview with a young lady at Standing Rock, this interview is Meet One Young Lady Who Took Up the Fight at Standing Rock. This is a young lady who has never been an activist before, and a very interesting interview is available on our newsletter if you email us info at yourcommunityspirit.org. I wonder how much of this news I can make it through. With or without the U.S., the world's going to move forward on climate change. The last time Morocco hosted an international climate change in conference in 2001, negotiators were coming to discuss how to carry out a climate change treaty. The U.S. had a Republican president, and the new administration had no interest in implementing a deal that had been signed by a Democrat. Sound familiar? Negotiators back in Morocco for COP22 faced a similar crisis the last two weeks. They began work on the eve of the U.S. election to discuss implementing the climate change agreement reached last year in Paris. Then the election results came in and sent shockwaves through the proceedings, as Donald Trump has vowed to yank the United States from the agreement. But the Morocco conference's outcome serves as a reminder that the world isn't exactly where it was 15 years ago. Working early into Sunday mo- working early into the morning Saturday, international delegates aimed to send a signal with the text. Countries will push forward. Country after country here in Morocco made it crystal clear over the last week, said Eldon Meyer, director of of strategy and policy at the Union of Concerned Sciences. They intend to implement and strengthen the Paris Agreement. Can you believe... It is now December. Can you believe that last week the temperature was 70 degrees? It dropped 40 degrees in like two days once it rained. I've been having the joy and pleasure of installing solar systems on a bunch of schools while training my competition. That's right. I'm out there training electricians on how to install solar energy. So far, we've installed four out of the seven schools, three schools in Johnson City, three schools in Heron, and one in Vienna. And so on uh, Monday, we'll do two more schools in Heron, and then we'll just have the school in Vienna to wrap up this program. The idea is to uh, train all these electricians so when they come out, they will 
be nationally certified to be solar installers through um, NABCEP, the North American Board of Certified Energy Practitioners, of which I'm uh, double certified as a designer and an installer. So, yes, I am out there training my competition, but also creating an industry here in Southern Illinois. Last year, for the first time, my company has installed almost 50% of our work within two hours of here. And this year, I think we're going to be close to, well, well over 80%. So thank you, thank you, Southern Illinois. Thank you to my home for going solar. And um, if you're interested, John A. Logan has partnered with us to do a series of educational workshops about saving energy and going solar. More information is at aessolar.com slash go solar. There are two more public events coming up. Thank you for listening all these years to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. This is Ord Energy Mon signing off and reminding you the power of the people.